Intended for mature audiences, 21 years and over. Hello, this is Kaplowitz Media, www.kaplowitz.xyz. I'll be looking now at, uh, well, I'll be reviewing, we'll call it, we'll call this a review. And we'll talk about that a bit along the way, perhaps. And uh, what I'll be reviewing, and thank you for tuning in, if I haven't already said so. I'm actually taking notes as I'm speaking. What I'll be reviewing, what I'm smoking now. The Casa Caraballo Cigars 828 Oscuro. And uh, it is in its quote-unquote dead president format. It's a Bellicoso 652. It's a, it's a very good look at a Bellicoso. One of the things that separate Bellicosos from, say, pyramids or torpedoes is that the Bellicoso traditionally has a harder, more abrupt taper. And that's how I would describe the taper I'm looking at here. Actually, the taper I somewhat cut off so that I could actually smoke again. This Casa Caraballo Cigars 828 Oscuro. Another thing I'm going to say right off the bat is for an Oscuro, not as dark as I would have guessed, but it does have a nice, rich darkish complexion. I suppose if I saw this walking around, I would consider it somewhat swarthy. And I'm about a, about a third into it now. And I did take some notes as to that opening stanza. Moving some stuff around on my desk. Um, One of the first things I noted uh, is something I noticed and therefore thusly notated, and that is that the draw opened up, rather not opened up, it was a bit of a stiff draw, and um, to put you on the map of, um, of uh, to put you on the map of that being, that's kind of a subjective thing, what's what's a stiff draw, what's a, what's too much tension, what's what's an open draw, that, that there could be some quote-unquote wiggle room there, um, left with, that leaves open some personal bias, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I like a little bit of resistance on my draw, and I found this to still, having said that, require a toothpick being poked down the center of it, and then it freed it up. Quite spicy, particularly on the outset, but um, even at the height of its spiciness, it um, while it was obvious, the spices... And those spices are sweet, savory type spices, not quite dessert spices, but like like a sweet, like like a like a sweeter meat dish kind of spices. And um, although they were, like I said, obvious and uh, and and a large part of the profile and continued to be, uh, they stayed uh, not quite in the forefront. Uh, what they did more than stay in the forefront was push ahead other notes, those notes being uh, 
very rich barnyard leatheriness, and um, that became a chocolate note uh, that really s seems to seems to have and continue to attract those spiciness, those spicy notes that chocolate does. It's a, it's like a semi-sweet chocolate. It's got a little bit of vanilla extract lilt to it. And, uh, yeah, since it's, since it seems to want to play with those spices, I keep, keeps conjuring up kind of like a, like a, like a Mexican chocolate. Uh, they like their chocolate spicy to my very limited understanding of their cuisine. Uh, should I should mention that in the interest of full disclosure. But uh, like a spicy hot cocoa is what I'm getting. And uh, and I have I have drunk that prior. So I could say that with a good amount of... Uh, yeah. Also, roasted... Uh, I'm not huge. I, I, I've said this before. I'm not huge on the idea... Uh, the retro hell, <clears throat> or at least not as huge as some folks are on the retro hell, but the retro hell here uh, does really show a little something different than you get where if you were just to sit with the smoke in your mouth like I usually like to do. <clears throat> I limit my retro hells because I don't want to blow out my nose. Um, well, the retro hell is blown out your nose, but I don't want to blow out the receptors or what have you in my nasal cavity and my sinuses. I'm, I'm careful. I'm cautious. My body is a temple. It used to be a playground. Now I've learned to treat it a little more as a temple. But that said, on the retro, and it does drop to the palate with a molasses uh, accompaniment or maybe like a buckwheat honey accompaniment is... Roasted orange and cayenne pepper. And that's where I was at. That's where I am at. Um, can't really say it's very transitional. The, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's another thing where I differ. Uh, a lot of people say, oh, it's transitional. Like, it's a good thing. And um, not necessarily. It could transition to something lesser than what it transitioned from. And... That's not an inherently a good thing to say it's transitional. Uh, it's it's very nuanced. It's it's a it's a darker delivery, but it's not like an it's not an abyss that I'm staring into. It's uh it's just nicely not toasted but roasted, very roasty notes. And I did mention I want to talk about the review a bit more because I have shied away from giving in uh, in the past uh, official final grades. I am going to give an official final grade uh, on this recording, this podcast. Um, so I figured I'd delve into that just a little more. And also it'll buy some time, bide some time to see uh, if anything does change because one of the reasons why I shy away from a final grade um, while I'm in real time while recording smoking the cigar that I'm reviewing is 
I'm not going to make you sit through a 90-whatever-minute review from Folite to letting it go out as a nub in a tray. Um, that would be just horrible for you and, quite honestly, for me. <clears throat> so I tried to hit, like I said, coming out of the first third into the second third. But I, again, I was thinking, because I think, like, I also review books and short stories. I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't review a book necessarily as I read it. That being said, while I'm saying it, I do chapter by chapter give little walks through books. I've done that before. Uh, it was the latest one, A.J. Liebling, uh, The Sweet Science. I've done it for uh, The Hound of Baskervilles, Sherlock Holmes Adventure. And you can find both of those at Kaplowitz.xyz. Uh, but that's different still than figure taking the Jack London <clears throat> short story and reading it and blurting out my notes as to it and then looking at the time that I've been talking and saying, well, um, I'm not done with this story yet, reading my way through this story, but here's the final grade on it. I, I, I wanted to avoid that to the best of my ability, so I came up again again with uh, the idea that I'll start this coming out of the opening act, coming into the second act, the middle act, and maybe catch what could be a, uh, a nifty transition or further complexities of some other ilk at the halfway point, which is a rather uh, popular, a rather common uh, spot along the cigar to have that type of occurrence. I will be, if you at all, <clears throat> gentle persons are familiar with my written reviews. I break down, um, I, I give a description, a rather well written, if I do say so myself, description of the cigar I'm smoking. And then I break it down into four categories, which I grade independently of one another. And then, sort of uh, uh, unofficially, I, I I don't I don't sit here and lock myself into averaging out those categories into a final grade. I allow myself uh, somewhat of carte blanche to be honest with uh, whatever because say taste that's probably more important than build, unless build prohibits you from tasting. But let's let's look at that a little bit. The four categories that I break down in are uh, taste, draw, burn, and build. And this is for all the cigars that I review in the written form, which I'm trying now to bring into an accompanying verbalized experience. Taste is, uh, that's pretty obvious. Subjective, sure. But only if I were to upgrade because I like the chocolate or downgrade because I don't like the leather. I'm not saying either of those are the case, but that would be subjective. I try to stay more on the side of objective. So when I consider taste, I consider things like balance and complexity and transitions. That being said, we all know what chocolate tastes like. And I'll leave that up to you. 
if you're looking for a chocolatey cigar. Of which, this happens to be, as I've noted, this 828 Oscuro from Casa Caraballo. Spicy, hot cocoa vibes. Mm. Also, a, a burgeoning amount of... Like a hot cider is coming on here. Very, the, the spices are very prominent, but they, they lend a hand. They don't... They're team players in this cigar. They don't push everything else aside and take over the limelight. They're they're very they're very nice. They're trying to, in professional wrestling terms, they're trying to put over the rest of the profile. They're not trying to bury it. So that's taste. As far as draw, uh, that's fairly obvious. I look for uh, the proper for me amount of tension, resistance. Uh, more important than that almost is an evenness, an evenness to that tension. Uh, I, I don't think it's a good sign when one puff is open and the next puff is restricted. Also, just regardless of the tension within w- within normal confines, regardless, regardless of how much resistance is in that draw, there should be a smoothness. To the way it's delivering a lot of that harkens back to how even it's set in at. As far as burn, that gets a little interesting sometimes because I, of course, look for the how even the line is. I, of course, look for how thick the line is. That's a decent indication of proper fermentation and aging. Also, what gets lumped into burn is the amount of smoke output. And here's where I tuck aroma and room note. Aroma is what you smell from the cigar as it burns, what's carried away from the cigar and what you could smell. And the room note, how I use these terms, the room note it indicates a, on a grander scale what you're smelling in, well, the room around you. So that all gets lumped into burn. Uh, Also, ash. Uh, Let's look at the ash on this cigar at hand again, the 828 Oscuro Casa Caraballo. Very sturdy ash. Uh, I would consider it a sheath. There's a little bit of cracking in it. Nothing too bad. It's definitely not flaky. And the while we're talking about burn, the line is a little thicker than what I would love to see, but it burns quite even, and uh, it's 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 not a razor thin line, which would be the perfect thing to see, but it's it's not broad enough to indicate anything lesser than. And it's even. It's it's not perfectly even, but it doesn't need a retouch whatsoever. Mm. And that cider is really coming on nicely now. There's a little bit of applewood in there, too. And then we get to the fourth category, and that is build. That is uh, where I tuck how the seams are holding, uh, how the cap assemblage is holding. Are there any hard or soft spots? in the shaft of the cigar. Uh, Visually, uh, are there any water spots? 
are, are there is there is there some oddness to the complexion or is there some evenness to the complexion this complexion is very even and there's a brick red hue to it which again throws me when i hear oscuro but it's a very pleasing uh complexion on this here and the seams are nice and tight and the cap is holding nice and tight the you know bellicoso it's a little different than a brejo mm. so that's where i come that's uh how that all breaks down and i've been meaning to actually write about that and i probably will put that in right i believe maybe i did at one point maybe it's worth a refresher course if i haven't if i if i haven't it's definitely worth putting that one in writing maybe maybe you could just write it down Maybe that could be a thing. So, using those again, taste, draw, burn, build. As far as now, we're about halfway through. Casa Caraballo, 828 Oscuro, Bellicoso, 652, uh, 6 inches by 52 green gauge. Um, the taste, I would give it an A minus. The draw at this point in time, and since I did toothpick it out from a bit of a snug bit, uh, give it a B plus. Uh, it hasn't closed back up. That's sometimes a thing, but it ain't now. And uh, as far as burn and opening, I did have to retouch. I forgot to note that, but I did have to retouch the the thing with retouching out of the gate is I always hesitate to mention it because that could have easily been user error. Maybe for whatever reason, I do take, of course, precautions, but maybe I didn't light as well as I should have at times. So I typically don't take that. I'll mention it. How about this? I'll mention it, but I won't take it into account on the burn. That being said, the burn, I uh, would give it a B plus. And uh, the build... Mm. separating the build from the draw, which sometimes is possible, sometimes isn't. Um, oh, it's, it's a really pretty cigar. It's a very nice hue, very lovely complexion. Um, I would say the build is an A- minus as well at this point. Again, that's up from its original start of what I had penciled in as a B+. As a B plus, so we moved up one from there. Make that notation. And as far as taste, as far as flavors, well, let's do this also. Flavor, body, strength. I wrap these all three up into something I call intensity. Intensity here, I would uh, say registers as a medium full. If I were to break that apart again, again, flavor, body, strength, the body is a medium full, the flavor is a medium to a medium full, and the strength is, I would say, medium. But again, for our purposes, the intensity here, the whole ball of wax, Medium full. Mm. The roasted orange is really 
really found a place for itself. Um, and there was an opening, I believe, because I don't feel like anything else was pushed aside for it. Very cooperative profile, uh, cooperative, very harmonious, a very balanced profile here. Um, the Cayenne has dropped down a little bit. It's not completely gone. It's just, it's, it's like a warming sensation, a very pleasant warming sensation. Uh, there is molasses and there is like a darker buckwheat honey. They're both there. Also still on board. So, so here, what I'm describing is a certain amount of complexities. Um, but also, these are good complexities because they are in the confines of harmony, of balance. So you still have uh, the barnyard, the leatheriness. The leatheriness is actually further and further nuanced and anchored, anchored, anchored into uh, a very rich composted earth. It's like a, I'm not a farmer, but you know, like when they, they plow and they till and it's dark, but it's fluffy. It's like, it's, it's nutrient rich and it's ready to, 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 to use, to grow things. It's, it's that. Um, almost more than it is compost. It's a compost, I believe, might be a component of that. Nevertheless, and also that, what I'm going to call Mexican hot chocolate. Mm, it's really quite, quite tasty. The draw still, I feel it's not as sating as I would wish it to be, but I'm... It's it's sort of uh, bordering on nitpicking to say that because it's not as if I'm not sated. I, um, I'm a glutton. I wish I could be more sated, but that could also be an excellent indication of nice flavors because I want more of those. But it's also very... It's, it's refined, but it's also... I don't want to say brawny, but it's very full. It's very rich. And um, I, I forgot what I blurted out as far as what the body... But the, the body is... It, 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 this one is all about the body. And it's very nice. But it's also not to say... That's also not to say that it's not about the flavor. Because there's an awful lot of flavors going on here, too. A lot of tasting notes. Hmm. They also, it's funny because I, I believe the blender's intent here was to just have a very full, rich experience, and that uh, kind of precludes rigid delineation or razor-sharp focus uh, structure. Um, I believe that wasn't what was tried here. Um, so it wouldn't be fair for me to mark it down for not having a very structured delivery as far as a delineation between notes. There is, otherwise I wouldn't be able to pull it out, but also in that spicy realm, which plays a very important aspect of the experience, it's hard for me to pull one spice out from it. It's like a nutmeg, clove, cinnamon sort of, the sort of experience.
there is there is on the immediate on the immediate pull um there is a buttery cedar uh that kind of bends rather freely and allows that delineation it doesn't try to structure it much it doesn't try to um herd all the notes like uh, like some structuring does again i don't think that's the intent here um but there is a buttery cedar that kind of holds up the melange if you will so that it uh, so the structure here how the structure here works then is that it stays away from being flat and broad across the tongue there are layers and that's the structuring and that's not a simple nor small task because these notes are rather heavy so it it, it does have a substantial build to it in terms of structure it's just not very you know if you, if you look at bracing as running vertically um not a lot of bracing but if you look at like just the layers, an awful lot of layers here. So you have horizontal structuring, but not a lot of vertical structuring, if any of that makes any sense. And it, it, how it displays is just a very rich, um, nuanced experience. The ash continues to, it's like a, it's a silvery white ash. The burn line, I don't need to retouch, I don't need to think about that, but it, it does occasionally offer a tick of a wobble. But at the same token, the burn line itself, the mascara line, the char line, has thinned out a, a good amount. So that's nice, gentle persons, that's quite nice. And I'm really enjoying this. Again, this is the Casa Caraballo Cigars 828 Oscuro. And I am Kaplitz Media. And look for more of my shtick over at uh, www.kaplowitz.xyz. And as far as the pacing, that's another thing I could throw under burn. The pacing of it. There's a lot of cigars, they start quick and then they slow down. Um, less frequently, you get the vice versa approach. But this one has burnt at a very, like a, a nice, slow, most luxurious, languid pacing of, a, 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 of an even keel, an even speed. Uh, I hesitate to use the word speed because it's slow, but uh, very nice, even keeled pacing. The aroma is sweet, spicy, a, a little tropical fruitiness happening over there. I think that's the sweetness. It's not a heavier chocolate sweetness. Very nice aroma. I hadn't stopped to look at that until right now. Very nice aroma. Can't speak to the room note as I'm a quarter outdoors within the confines of three walls and a ceiling. But, uh, very, very nice.
I'm gonna smoke this a little more and see. So that that's where I'm at now. Where I'm at now is I have what maybe one. So I have a two and a half inches left. Three, maybe three tops. Maybe three. I'm coming out at a halfway mark. Uh, very nice. The the end of the ash furthest from the char does tend to yellow a little bit. That doesn't mean anything, probably. I'm just going to roll it off and look at the cherry, and it's a nice centered cherry. I don't see any aeration in the burn. Very dense. Dense. This is a very dense. It's built, rolled densely. It is delivered densely. But also not packed down so hard as to just become cumbersome or linear. Very nicely nuanced, subtle complexities within the grand scheme of things. I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, uh, let me see, let me run through the taste, draw, burn, build once more again. The taste, I'm going to keep it in an A minus. The draw, I believe I'm going to keep that as well at an A minus. The burn, I just knocked off the ashes, I believe I noted. I think I'm going to give it a, a slight retouch, a little preemptively. And I did have that burn as a B plus. I'm going to make a note to come back to that, see how it accepts that very slight big flick that I just given it. And um, as far as build... I'm going to stick with the A-2, so I think we're narrowing it down to the end of our time together here at about the half-hour mark. The chocolate... The chocolate has really started, uh, started kicking out strong. Still in harmony, but it's becoming more and more of a focus here. That cedar has dropped back substantially. Uh, the cayenne is picked back up, but uh, <clears throat> you could see how I would say that it's consistent because every all aboard who's coming aboard kind of thing. But they take turns. They uh, they circle about. So it's quite nice. It's a nice little look at complexity there, and they do it in layers. Henceforth, there within, no shortage of nuance, gentle persons. Coming back to that burn, yeah, that took it nicely. I just had to, I just had to remind it to behave after I knocked off a good inch of ash, which shows a decent build. People get hooked on ash. All you need to prove from ash that uh, it's been rolled well is a nice solid inch. Gonna keep the burner to B plus. So again, the taste is an A minus. The draw is a B plus. The burn is a B plus. The build is an A minus. I am gonna say the draw never. Gets, a lot of people might find it a little too resistant. I'm just gonna say that, but it's okay enough for me. Could be more ideal. That's my one, uh, not even complaint as to all this, and. Um, yeah, so A minus for the taste, B plus for the draw, B plus for the burn, A minus for the build. Leather. 
coming across more. More via progression, I suppose. At first, it's very subtle. Um, and now here, as we are stacking dimes, uh, it's becoming more obvious that via progression, there is a, a heightening of umami, of savoriness. At this point, it's, it's, I, I used the term roasty before, roasted notes. It's kind of like somebody put a roast in an oven at this point. Um, but it remains sweet. It's like a sweet meat. It's very, very, very good. Very good. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and say the final grade on this Casa Carabao cigars. 828 Oscuro is an A-. Excellent smoke. Would be great after a meal. And that's not to cushion any kind of a nicotine assault because it, not a lot of nicotine here and I'm a nicotine lightweight. That's just to say I would like to smoke this with like a nice full meal in my belly because the way it's delivered is smooth and rich and filling. Yes, yes, at this point I will say it's sating. Um, and it just would be nice to do it maybe over a cup of coffee after a nice big dinner. Or any time of day. Hmm. If you don't get married to the idea of a Connecticut shade with breakfast over a cup of coffee, I would try this with, uh, with that. With a nice cup of maybe an espresso drink. Or maybe some French roasted French pressed stuff. A cafe au lait, perhaps. That would be nice. I would do this with a cafe au lait. I would do a lot of things. With a cafe au lait. So there you have it. Casa Carabao Cigars, A28 Oscuro. Kaplowitz Media, final grade A. Minus, and uh, thank you for tuning in. I suppose look for more of these reviews. I felt pretty comfortable doing this. See if you feel comfortable, gentle persons, in listening to me having done this. And um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. I still have enough of this to enjoy without having to talk about and. That is my favorite way, believe it or not, to enjoy just about everything. www.kaplowitz.xyz Capitalist Media Premium Tobacco Reviews Book Short Story Reviews Sherlock Holmes Focus Within Those Confines uh, let's go ahead and say it's mostly cigars within the premium tobacco confines, although I did recently pledge publicly to uh, provide more pipe tobacco reviews. Go check it out. Kaplowitz.xyz. Kaplowitz Media. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, talk at you more in a bit. I just, gentle person, wanted to put here at the end...
Uh, I rambled quite extensively about the cigar smoking experience with this again. Casa Carabao Cigars 828 Oscuro offering. I uh, forget if I made it clear as to the following information. The wrapper, Nicaraguan Habano. The binder, Ecuadorian Sumatra. The filler, Nicaraguan. And the origin, Nicaragua. Again, thank you for tuning in. And if you like this, make sure to subscribe and rate, review, share, all that stuff. Thank you. Amazing. I, I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one. <laughs>